Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and I want to help you live with more clarity, confidence, and purpose so you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome to another episode of Having It All. I'm Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach. And I'm here to help you get unstuck and live a life of clarity, confidence, and purpose. I publish episodes weekly, and if you have not yet done so, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast player you're tuning into right now. And if you feel inspired, leave me a rating and review as well. I would absolutely appreciate it. And doing so really does help other people just like you discover the podcast for themselves. Lastly, if you want to reach out to me directly, maybe you want to send some episode ideas or give me some feedback on the podcast in general, you can do so by emailing me. My email is matthew at matthewbivens.com. Today's episode is all about investing and codependency, two things that you may not have believed are linked, but I'm going to show you how inextricably linked these two things are and how you can overcome and break codependency by becoming an investor. First, however, I have an announcement. The Trust Challenge is back. Yes, it is. The Trust Challenge returns on Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. That is one week from the publishing of this episode. And let me tell you, I am extremely excited for this. We haven't had a Trust Challenge in a while. I believe it's been over a year since the last one. And overall, I think we've done maybe six or seven trust challenges over the course of the history of this podcast. So it is about time that it returns, and I'm excited. Very, very excited. So for those of you who do not know what the trust challenge is, it is a free challenge where you're going to be asked to make what's called a trust deposit into yourself consistently for a period of time. A trust deposit is simply performing a healthy habit. It's doing something for yourself that adds to your energy, adds to your health, adds to your power. And we've done a lot of different versions of the trust challenge over the years. Some were, you know, seven days, 10 days, 21 days. And at some of the challenges, I have allowed you to select the habits for yourself. Other challenges, I've told you what to do up front. This one's a little bit different. This time we're going for seven days, Tuesday, March 7th through Monday, March 13th. And I'm going to tell you what the deposit is, what the habit is 
on the day of the challenge. So on Tuesday, March 7th, you will get an email. That email will have a video. And in that video, I'm gonna tell you what the deposit is for that day. And then you get another video the next day and another one the next day. So this one's great because you are going to have to trust in a lot of different things. You're gonna have to trust in me and that I'm gonna give you something that is realistic to complete that day. And you're also gonna have to trust in yourself that when you sign up, you are signing up with the agreement to show up for yourself each day for seven days. And that is what is at the essence of the trust challenge. It helps you build trust and confidence in yourself through challenging you to show up for yourself no matter what. No matter what the circumstance, no matter what happens over the course of that week, when you sign up, you're saying, I agree to deposit into me each day throughout this week. And it's funny because sometimes people sign up thinking, okay, yeah, this will be simple. And then life happens. Oh man, you realize it's 1145 at night on day one of the challenge and you haven't done the deposit yet. What are you going to do? Are you going to get out of bed and go do it? Or are you going to say, well, I'm just not worth keeping the agreement to myself. Oh, well, I guess maybe I'll do it next time. That is what the trust challenge presents. It'll create circumstances for you to overcome. And when you do, when you keep your word and make that deposit, despite circumstances, your trust goes up. Your self-worth goes up. Your confidence goes up. That is the magic of the trust challenge. So if you feel like you need a little uh, challenge in your life, a little magic, a little push, and if you feel like you could benefit from greater trust and greater confidence, then I encourage you to sign up. You can go to matthewbivens.com slash trust to sign up. And once again, we kick off on Tuesday, March 7th. So you can sign up all the way up until that date. I might even allow folks to sign up after that date. I don't know yet. But Tuesday, March 7th is when we kick off. And once again, go to matthewbivens.com slash trust. I've put links to this, to the Trust Challenge sign-up page in the show notes for this episode. So just go on down there, click that link, sign up. And if you do sign up, when you do sign up, send the link to a friend as well. Bring a friend along. That helps to make these things so much more fun and engaging when you have an accountability buddy. It really does help with success. So bring a buddy along. All right, let's jump into the topic today because this is a big one. This is a very big one because codependency is one of these things. You can Google codependency and get a lot of different definitions, a lot of different meanings for what codependency is. And I'm going to throw a meaning at you today that maybe you haven't thought about, haven't contemplated yet. But this is what we're going to build this episode around. This idea that codependency is your ability to count on yourself. You become codependent when your ability to count on yourself is low. So think about that. When you cannot count on yourself for love, for approval, for acceptance, for stability, for guidance, for power, when you can't count on yourself for those things, what do you do? You seek those things out from other people, and you try and count on and depend on and rely on other people for those things. 
So it looks like this. If I don't trust my intuition, my inner voice for guidance, then I want you to guide me. Yeah, please guide me. Tell me what to do. Tell me where to go. Tell me what sort of career I should have. Tell me what school I should attend. I don't know what I should be doing. Please tell me. And boy, if you steer me wrong, I'm going to be pretty angry, right? If I don't love myself or if I don't like myself at all, if I can't muster any kind of warm feelings or affirming thoughts about myself, then I need you to give those things to me. Tell me that you love me. Please tell me that I'm worthy. Tell me that I matter. And if I want to feel worthy right now and I want to feel like I matter right now, then I need you to tell me that right now. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care how you're feeling. Please tell me that I, I, I matter. That's what happens. All of that creates a situation where you become dependent on that other person. And if you stay in a relationship like that for long enough, then they're going to become dependent on you as well. You become dependent on them to get that thing you want. And then they become dependent to be the provider for you. They end up enabling you, and that creates this codependency. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So if codependency means that you cannot count on yourself, then the next evolution from that, this next step up is becoming independent. And what that means is, I can count on myself. Ah, you've grown. You've gone from I cannot count on myself to I can count on myself. And counting on yourself happens when you have a high consistency in making deposits into your self-worth. I'll say that again. I want this to really sink in. Counting on yourself happens when you have a high consistency in making deposits into your self-worth. That, my friend, sounds like investing, doesn't it? It sounds like investing. Like, we all know what it means to invest in the financial sense. It's when you put money into an asset with the intention that that asset is going to grow over time. It's going to grow in value over time. And at some point, you're going to be able to reap the benefits or reap the profits. Well, guess what? The same exact thing happens with your self-worth. Yeah. When you invest in yourself, then your worth, your sense of worthiness increases. And you will feel those benefits all throughout and across your life. So one question to ask is, how do you know if you have low self-worth? Maybe you don't even know. Well, you can simply reflect and think, do I have a history of investing in myself? Do I have any sort of consistency in investing in yourself? Because if you don't, then yeah, you most likely have low self-worth because no one's been pouring into you. You haven't been pouring into you. But let's, let's not be so subjective with it. I actually want to read 
from an article, some symptoms of low self-worth, and see if any of these ring true for you. So I'm reading these from a website called verywellmind.com. And again, I'll put the link to this in the show notes. So these are some symptoms of low self-worth. Lack of confidence. Trouble asking for help. Negative social comparisons. An external locus of control. What that means is you attribute your successes and failures to factors outside of yourself. Basically, you're giving your power away. Some more symptoms of low self-worth is worry and doubt. You have difficulty accepting compliments. You have negative self-talk. You fear failure. You have a poor outlook on the future. You don't have any boundaries. And you're a people pleaser. So, does that sound like anything familiar to you? If you have low self-worth, then I'm sure you were nodding your head to a couple of those things. And all of that happens because you spend your time investing into others. You invest into your kids, into your spouse, into your employees, into your, your church community, into your friends. And when you do that, you're neglecting investing into yourself. You've become their number one investor, which again creates this codependent dynamic, right? Because they become dependent on you for the investment and you become dependent on them to feel like you matter, to feel like you're worthy, to feel like you have a purpose. Your purpose is to invest into them. My job is to pour everything into them. I mean, I've heard that stated in so many different ways by people in all sorts of different roles. And here's the twisted part of all of it. At some point, when you're investing in another person, you've become their number one investor. At some point, you're going to want that investment to pay off. It means that you're going to want to reap the benefits. Ah, that's what happens when we invest, right? We want to get the benefits, the profits. And so in relationships, that could look like a lot of things, right? Reaping the benefits could look like a whole lot of stuff. But the bottom line is that you want to profit from your investment. And when you don't receive the benefits that you believe you're due, or perhaps you are getting some benefits, but you just don't feel like they're enough or they're not coming consistent enough, then you become frustrated. You might become resentful. You might say things like, I gave, I gave all of myself to you. I gave you everything. And you've done nothing for me. You don't reciprocate. I've sacrificed for you. I've given you everything that I have. And what do I have to show for it? Nothing. You've given me nothing in return. Can you hear the judgment, the resentment, the codependency in a statement like that? I mean, it's just oozing with it. But you got to be honest with yourself. Have you done that with relationships in your life? If you've been codependent, if you've been in codependent relationships, then I can almost guarantee you've either done that or you've been on the receiving side of that. Because that's simply what happens. When you aren't your number one investor and somebody else spends their time and energy and resources investing into you, at some point they're going to want to get those benefits, to get those profits. And a lot of times those dynamics are not even. And so there may not be any profits to be had. And the resentment starts to bubble. So the mistake 
that you're making or the mistake that's made in these instances is that you've invested all of yourself into another person believing that they're going to do the same for you. But you skipped being your number one investor. You skipped right over that and instead tried to become their number one investor. It's a mistake that people make all the time. They make it all the time because for a lot of people, it's what's modeled to them. Their parents or guardians were the ones who were the number one investor into them. Maybe that was your experience. Maybe your parent or guardian was just pouring everything into you. And that's now what you do to the next in line, your kids or the people that you support. So that mistake is just continued to get passed down and passed down because very few people are teaching this stuff and even fewer are, are living it. Even fewer are practicing what they preach. And so here's a hard truth that you must accept. The hard truth is that it is no one else's responsibility to invest into you. It is not. It is no one's responsibility to invest into you. It's not your parents' responsibility. It's not your spouse's responsibility. It's not your boss's responsibility. You must become your number one investor. You. Only by being your most consistent and dedicated investor can you build up such value that you can then go and invest in other people joyfully and unconditionally. Yeah, that's how you do it. You are so consistent and you are so dedicated to being your number one investor that your worth just skyrockets. You have such a long history of making those deposits into yourself. And then from that abundance, you invest into other people and you do it with joy and you do it unconditionally. You invest and you're unattached to what they do with the investment. Hopefully you invest in people who are trustworthy, right? Who can receive it, who feel worthy of the trust you're placing in them. They feel worthy of the investment and from there they can go and multiply it. That's ideal. But when you're your, you are your number one investor and you're pouring into others, you can do so and say, you know what? Take the investment and do with it what you will because I'm giving it to you from a space of love. And so how do you do that? Well, you do that by making sure you're taking care of yourself. Making sure you're taking care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, socially, physically, all those areas. You got to make those deposits into you. You've got to build that strong habit of showing up for yourself, of depositing into yourself. And by doing that, when you do that consistently over time, you build up what's called margin. Yes, margin or surplus. And then it's with the margin or the surplus that you have that you want to pour into other people. And when you do it that way, it doesn't deplete you to invest into others. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. 
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Think about that. You could probably think of examples right now. Maybe you are the person. If it's not you, then you've certainly seen it where a person invests into somebody else at the expense of themselves. I hear it all the time. I see it all the time with parents. They'll invest into their kids at the expense of themselves because you think you're doing the noble thing, the right thing, the responsible thing. But truly, all you're doing is creating a codependency. You're creating a codependent dynamic and you're teaching them how to be another person's number one investor rather than their own number one investor. So through all this conversation, we've now arrived at how you become your number one investor. You you become that number one investor by building the habit of making deposits into yourself. And again, think of it like finances. Each deposit is like putting a little bit of money into your portfolio. $20 here, $50 there, maybe 10 bucks over here, $100 over there. And each deposit on its own isn't worth a whole lot. However, if you are consistent with it and you're dedicated to it, then that investment is gonna grow and grow and grow and compound and multiply over time. And again, it happens the same exact way when you are depositing into yourself And when you're growing your self-worth, it's the same exact thing. Let me give you a real-life example from, from my life. So many years ago, I was coming out of a relationship where I was very dependent on my partner. And as a result of creating this dependency on them, I had extraordinarily low self-worth. Very, very, very low self-worth. And so after the relationship was over, I wanted to build that self-worth up. So I started out very small. And what I started doing initially was journaling. That was one habit, one deposit that I could make for myself consistently. And it was perfect for me at the time because I had a lot of feelings. I had a lot of emotions. And I didn't know where to point that energy. And so I picked up the habit of journaling and I poured all of those thoughts and emotions and feelings and energy into the pages. And so I kept that habit going. I made that deposit day after day, week after week. I journaled and I wrote and I got the stuff out. Gradually, that one habit turned into additional habits. It turned into me seeking out some wisdom in the form of books and TED Talks and podcasts, anything that I could read or watch or listen to that would give me insight into how to feel better, how to feel more confident how to feel less lonely, how to feel less afraid of being alone. And so I read and I watched and I listened and I kept that habit up for a while. All those deposits I was making day after day, week after week, they started to build. And as those deposits built, I felt like I could trust myself a little bit more and I felt a little bit more courageous. And so then I started adding more habits. I started focusing on fitness a bit more. I had more intention with my fitness and I began running and I began going to the gym. And so now I'm doing multiple habits. I'm making multiple deposits 
on a daily basis. Just dollar here, five dollars there. And one deposit after another, after another, after another. You get where I'm going. Eventually, I became my number one investor. And it helped me move out of a space where I truly believed that my sense of joy, acceptance, love, and worth was supposed to be given to me by another person. That's genuinely where I was. That's how deep my coding was running. I believe that I was engaging in a healthy relationship dynamic when I was codependent. That's what coding does. <laughs> you run a script and it'll just take you wherever it takes you. And so I was able to move from that space to a space of independence, where I can count on me, where I found my sense of love, worthiness, security, wisdom, guidance, and power. I found all those things from within myself. Eventually, I took that even further. I connected with an awesome community, the Your Day Balance Game community, and I learned how to become principally centered. And I learned what it meant to become interdependent, where I can count on we. Ah, that's different. There's levels to this. There's evolution to all of this. This stuff is real. I'm telling you, this stuff is real. And there are no shortcuts when it comes to building high self-worth. No one can give it to you. In life, a person can die and they can leave all of their money to their next of kin. They can leave all their money to their kids or their grandkids. And in an instant, a person's net worth can skyrocket. Self-worth doesn't work like that. Sorry. The only way to gain self-worth is you have to earn it. And you have to earn it one deposit at a time. One deposit at a time. And deposits, again, look like a lot of different things. It looks like performing healthy habits. It looks like holding a standard for yourself. Ah, it looks like maintaining a boundary that you set. It looks like keeping an agreement that you make. All of those things are deposits. All of those things add to your trust. All of those things add to this sense of self-worth. I am worthy enough to hold the standard. I am worthy enough to perform this healthy habit even when I don't want to. I am worthy enough to keep my agreements even when it's inconvenient or uncomfortable. That's what it takes to build that trust, to build that sense of self-worth. So my intention with this episode was to open your eyes a little bit and help you see that perhaps you have built codependency and you didn't even realize it. I wanted to help you see the extent of where your self-worth was. Is it high? Is it low? And if you feel that you have created some codependency, some codependent relationships, and as a result of low self-worth, then I want you to reflect right now and really get clear on where you are losing out on your opportunities to make deposits. Is it in healthy habits? Are you just not performing healthy habits and doing healthy, empowering things for yourself? Or perhaps you make agreements, but you constantly are breaking them. You break agreements to yourself. You break agreements to others. Maybe you don't have standards and you don't have boundaries. And so you let people 
have their way with you, do what they will with you. You let people walk on you. Figure it out for yourself. And I'm pretty sure you have a good idea of where it is. You have a good idea where some of the the holes in your self-worth bucket are. Once you have identified them, now you have opportunity. Now you're getting out of denial. Because denial is a hell of a thing. It'll have you thinking one thing and believing that the sky is purple. Believing that grass is orange. Denial will, will have you thinking that something is completely opposite of the reality of it. So you got to get out of denial in order to be able to see things for what they are and then make a change. And if you're ready to make a change, if you're ready to get into action, to do something to break out of codependency, overcome codependency, and build your self-trust and build your self-worth, then join the Trust Challenge. Come join us. It is designed to help you build your sense of self-trust and as a result, build your self-worth in a fun, simple, and accountable way. Because it's tough to build momentum on these things when you are in a stuck place. It's like trying to move a train from a standstill position, right? It can take a lot of energy, power, force to get going. And so when you sign up for something like a trust challenge, you now can ride on the collective energy, the community energy. You can ride on the coattails of my energy and I'll help you get started. Because sometimes we just need some help. Sometimes we need a little bit of help to get going and then we can start feeling a little bit of momentum and the pendulum starts to swing. And just like for me, when I was helping to build my self-worth back up and move out of codependency into being independent, I had to start small and I had to start simple. But it was those simple habits that I did day in and day out, little by little, deposit, 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 deposit. Those things helped me to then graduate to more complex and bigger deposits. And then it helped me to graduate to the next level and add more deposits, more habits. And before I know it, I'm my number one investor and my self-worth is extraordinarily high. So the Trust Challenge can help you get started. And it's also fun. It's a great thing to just push yourself and you know see if you can keep your agreements. So once again, go to my website, matthewbivens.com slash trust. Check out the link in the description and you can sign up for the Trust Challenge. And you know, just to wrap this up on one final thought is that the, the title of the show is Having It All. And this podcast really is about living your abundant, loving life. And so think about what that means for you, right? What does having it all mean to you? I've provided one definition. I've given you one context, abundant, loving life. But you ultimately get to decide what that means for yourself. Kind of like the definition of success. What does that mean for you? And then examine whether or not your sense of self-worth, self-trust, self-esteem, self-confidence are helping you move in that direction or not. Because I'm fairly certain however you define having it all is going to require high self-esteem, high self-worth, high trust in yourself, high confidence in yourself. I'm fairly confident that it will. So 
if you aren't experiencing what you want to experience in life, then try to go to the root and diagnose the issue. And when you peel back the layers, you will find that trust is at the core of what's going on. And so, however you feel inspired to address your codependency, make sure that building your trust is a part of the equation. Because otherwise, you're going to be right back in the same situation. So, I'm really excited for you because I believe you have a little bit more clarity now. I believe you are experiencing, hopefully you're experiencing less denial than perhaps you, you, you had throughout the episode. And I feel you're going to do something from this moment. This is about taking some action. I'm all about taking action of all different sizes, and I'm excited to see what you do. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. This has been a very powerful conversation. I really hope you got something from it. If you have any questions for me, shoot me an email, matthew at matthewbivens.com. And remember, the Trust Challenge is kicking off on Tuesday, March 7th. So go sign up, matthewbivens.com slash trust. Check out the link in the description. Have an amazing rest of your day. I really, really appreciate you. And I am sending you so much love. My name is Matthew Bivens. And here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.